Welcome to Beyond the Walls podcast. I'm your host, Kylie, and I want to share through personal experience and life lessons learned about personal walls that I have overcome and overcoming still, and to give you hope and tools to go beyond your walls too. Let's get started. Well, today I am so excited to have this conversation with my dear friend, Carol Austin. We met back in Philadelphia and we both participated in a leadership training course that it brought me so much healing. I know if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard me mention it and talk about it. And it just took me to another level that just set me on the path to be able to to choose to believe that I could do anything and to be unstoppable in the world. And today I have brought on Carol to help teach you guys a really, a great tool to help just for you guys to be able to process and take on a little piece of that that I got. And so Carol, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about you, what you're up to today, and what the audience should know about you. Great. Thank you so much, Kylie. It's so great to be here. It's so, so great, especially to be with you, yeah. you know, um, in this context. So, you know, and I'm here as, um, you know, for, uh, for really in my day work, I lead a an organization that works in the um, early childhood space and the education space. And education has always been, and working in education has always been a, a mainstay in my life, right? Through my own journey. And um, having said that, though, I will say that I didn't start to do the personal development part of education into well into my adult life, well into my 30s. I had never uh, just really explored that part of me. And I will say that I went to a leadership, uh, a women leaders um, program in my church. And I remember that there was a therapist there who said, you know, we need to tend to every part of us, mm -hmm. not just the spiritual, but our mental, our emotional, our social, our financial, all of our health holistically. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And I left that session thinking, wow, yes, it is, it all, it is all of me. All of those are all of me. Yeah. So I left and started to, to look at what would it look like if I could tend to myself and my own growth and development holistically. Mm. So that I think led me on, on this same journey of really looking at, um, you know, a lot of stuff in terms of who am I, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What are the things that, where, where am I stuck? And I saw lots of places where I was stuck. Yes. I'm yes. looking to, but I, but I could start to be honest with myself about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wasn't, but um, on this journey of, of, of being able to live my fullest life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt when I left Philadelphia. Mm. He's feeling like God can be a part of every part of my life. Yeah. You know, I had just compartmentalized all of those different aspects. And then in addition to compartmentalizing them, I minimized the value of the other parts, right? The education, the physical, your health, mental, emotional. And it just was so crippling in my world. Mm -hmm. And so Lee, when I left Philadelphia, we were only there for like two and a half years. I remember during that time when I, I left Philadelphia as a new woman 
And I left as somebody, I didn't know what I was going to do in the future. I just knew anything was possible, which was kind of just as scary as saying nothing's possible. Yeah. You're like, I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like. But I was committed to being somebody who could do hard things. That's all I knew. I was just willing to stop being somebody who said, if it's hard, I'm not going to do it. And it just, it's just slowly, one thing after the next in my life, just, I just took it on. And now I'm doing this today, right? I would have, you could not have told me when I was living in Philadelphia that this is the life that I would be living. I hear you. I have a similar experience. I'm still in the Philadelphia area. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but it, but I have a similar experience of, of be, looking at life from, wow, okay, what's next? My friends, yeah. uh, I have a friend who, who joked, she's like, Carol moved, sold her house and bought a new house because her office space didn't work. <laughs> she said, who does that? I'm like, I do. Yeah. We woke up one morning and said, why am I tolerating this? Yeah. Now that we're working mostly from home, I need to have something that works. This doesn't work. I'm going to do something about it. It was that simple. Yeah. Do you love your office now? I do. I I love being able to look out the window and see the light shining in and the sun and to be able to have, yes, I, I, I love the kitchen. It's right behind me. I just, I love everything about it. Yeah, that's right? so awesome. It has life work yes. on a whole other level. Yeah. Why are we tolerating? Why do we just tolerate the bare minimum? It doesn't, I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Right? Yeah, we suffer through life. We really do. Needlessly. So one of the things that I really wanted to bring you on for specifically is because something really magical happened to me during one of these um, coaching sessions that I had, mm-hmm. and it really transformed my way of being and but I'm you know there's those situations where you're like man how did that even happen I don't know how I don't know how to tell that to somebody else and so I would love in our conversation today for you to kind of help my audience if they could have this tool like I know yeah. it would make such a difference for them yeah and so I can tell you kind of what my experience was um if you want to start please um, yes so I took this class and it was going to, it's the biggest thing I had ever done at that point in my life. Okay. And I had to take on this big project and we had to meet regularly with a coach. And so every time we had these conversations, what we had to do first was, was just kind of say what our intention was going to be for like, who was I going to be in that conversation? Because as you guys know, anytime you're taking on a hard task or doing something challenging, it starts out right. There's New Year's resolutions. We're so excited. This is a great idea. And then we hit one roadblock and all of a sudden we're out. This is too overwhelming. It's too hard. Never mind. I can't do it. Right. And so it kind of just helped me to just continue to be reminded like what am I doing and why am I doing this and so Mm -hmm. as you guys know I just told you when I left Philadelphia I took on I became someone who was willing to do hard things but at that time I was I was someone who was willing to do hard things but I was sort of being dragged through my life in it right like there was still a little bit of resistance it was kind of like just drudgery it was painful and not enjoyable and so I kind of got some coaching through that and was like, why? Like, do you want to do hard things or not? Like, why do we have to be miserable about it? 
And so I took on joyful perseverance. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you what a difference just having that phrase, just it changed the conversation for me, right? Instead of being, I'm doing something really hard and difficult became something so much more powerful and like, this is a good thing. I want to do it. I'm willing and I'm able, Mm. right? Like it brought confidence and surrender as opposed to resistance and death. (laughs) So how can I bring that to others? Like, how did that happen? What's the value in it? Tell me all the things. Yeah, no, that's really great, um, Kylie. Wow. There, there's so many places we can go with how did that happen, right? Yeah. Um, and I think one of the key things, let's try and create a, a bit of a condition for some of that because you part of how that happened is um, you realized you didn't have to be stuck yeah. in being how you were being about it. Yeah. And mostly in life, we don't we think that how we are is real and that's just i'm just kind of i'm i'm just mad and i'm an angry person or i'm a this person and other people reinforce that and tell us that we're that way too mm. right so part of it is uh, for us first being able to loosen the grip on that notion and and let go open ourselves up to it, it that's not necessarily so Right. You're not necessarily the angry person or the or the timid person or the shy person or the then we have all these personality tests that reinforce it for us. (laughs) Right. That tells I am just this way. So so I'm inviting us. Part of what there is is to invite that we can be we're created Mm. human beings and we can be who we create as well as a function of, you know, creative with our words. Okay. And I know that may sound hokey. Like, how do you, how do you do that? Like, what do you mean that we are who we create as well? Well, let me give you a couple of, of uh, points to look at. I was thinking the other day how, you know, I'm, I'm well into my fifties at this point. And here's my hair is kind of gray. There's a view that I had of people who were in their 50s when I was 20, right? And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, they're so old and there's this. And and I and I watch myself now looking back too. Yeah. And talking about, if I don't catch it, the Gen Zers mm-hmm. or those young people or these kids. <laughs> no, notice how you do that, right? Yeah. And the older folks to do the same back in your generation. Yeah. Right. So I I say that to say that, you know, life and where we are in life and our lens Mm -hmm. helps to create our view of how how life really is. Yeah. You know, where you sit as a parent before you were a parent, you had a a certain view of parenting and and kids. And why doesn't my mom do? You know, we look back. Same with our parents. We can get more realistic with that. Right. Our parents. Yep. Tell you what I'm not going to do. Yeah, Exactly. And then there we are. <laughs> exactly. Because now you're in a different space. You have a different lens. You have a different view. So once again, I we're, we're saying this to open you up to you're not fixed. Your, yeah. your view of life has everything to do with 
with uh, how you end up responding to life. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's, it's really key to be able to understand that we really can, we can end up being in different circumstances that give us that view, or we can create it. We can have ourselves like sometimes get in the, 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 the shoes of another to create that view, look through their eyes. Okay. Another lens. Think about, you know, you and your siblings grew up in the same household. I look at my siblings. We literally have a different experience and view and story about our growing up. Yeah. yeah. All three of us. Yeah. I look at my younger sister sometimes and I'm like, oh, really? That doesn't sound like the same household. Yes. <laughs> that I grew up in. I had a conversation with my mom not too long ago and when she tells her story of what our childhood was like, like we have completely different memories. She's like, what house did you grow up in? Yeah. <laughs> right? We're like, yeah. what house did you grow up in? Right. Yeah. It's wild. Right. Same household. Same. Most people can relate to that because you look at your sibling, you're like, what are you, what are you talking about? That makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. So I say all this to say that, you know, we do have this opportunity to, to, to create. We do have this opportunity to like shift our view, to, to consider that perhaps there's another way of looking at things. Perhaps how I'm seeing it isn't how it has to be. And perhaps this is a function of my own view. Yeah. Right. So that is one of the things that's really key because, because as human beings, we are pretty much attached to how we see things is how it is. Mm, yeah. That nails our feet to the ground. Yeah. And we walk through life that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We do. And we think, oh, everybody else is wrong. Yeah. And how we view it is. <laughs> Clearly. <And that's, laughs> we're, not, we're not bad people, right? But yeah. um, that just is kind of how we we are. I mean, maybe whatever that is, a survival mechanism or whatever it is. Yeah. But we walk through life that way, yeah. right? So the real possibility and the opportunity is to be able to create a, a view and a way of being in life that actually empowers you. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you not went. You know, if you're like, you, you got something that empowers you, you have nothing else to create. Yeah. Right? But if you're in a place where you're like, wow, and maybe an area of life where you lack power or freedom or full self-expression, you want to create something. Yeah. You want to deal with who you're being. Yeah. Not the circumstances. Circumstances are what circumstances are. Yes. Well, that's my favorite part about it that I think because we just we focus so much on feeling negative about our circumstances and then feel we just lose all of our power. Yeah. And feel like if we don't have to, unless we change our circumstances, we're never going to be happy. And then we're chasing that trap of, well, I'll be happy when. Yeah. And it's like, no, how about you be who you are? What if you could be creating what you want right now? within your circumstances yeah. Yeah. and that was mind-blowing for me that I was like oh man because my all my attention was always on well I'm not happy because my husband's doing this and my kids are doing that and all of that's out of our control I can't change those people right and it then it just creates such a a conditional negative interaction that's 
just sucks the life out of you. It's beautiful, right? It's so beautiful, Kylie, because we get sucked into, well, maybe when I retire. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I move here, maybe I go on this vacation. Look, the vacation lasts as long as the vacation lasts. Yeah. And then the next day when you're back home is gone. <laughs> the yeah. memory's gone. Yes. So I think who you're pointing to, it's not the circumstances, but we're caught in this trap where we keep we keep trying to change it and think that there's some circumstance that's going to make a difference. Yes. Right. But once again, we look at folk who may be in poor circumstance and we see them laughing and you're like, yeah. well, how does that happen? Yeah. I went to the Grand Canyon many years ago sidebar and we'll get into the kind of creating because it's, it's an experience that stayed with me I remember being in the Grand Canyon National Park and meeting somebody in the park and um, I said oh great you do you live here and they said yeah everybody who works in the canyon lives in the canyon I don't know if that oh. was true but they were working in this store and turns out that um, they were hiking through the canyon 15 years previous and end up staying oh wow and I remember saying to them, wow, um, well, what do you do here? I did there's TV play, you know, you don't have access to really TV. And can't, we hiked the canyon. Mm. You hiked the canyon? Mind-boggling for me, right? That that view of life and the simplicity of life mm. that they chose. I I it it just came to mind for me as you were speaking, because yeah. I was just reminded of you know, choice. <laughs> yeah. Just said, you know what? I just, I'm going to just have this simple life. And that's kind of how that is. Yeah. And right? love it. Like if they, and, you don't choose and that. Love it. Yeah. He isn't burdened by that at all. Yeah. So the beginning part of this, as you can see, is getting kind of loosening up that we're fixed. Yeah. And that we're any one way. Yeah. Um, getting, to beginning to understand that we have choice yeah, and that we have, you know, the same people in the family, different experiences, you know, we can begin to get into each other's worlds. And this is about creating a world that inspires us. Yeah. So that's the first. And then, so, you know, once you're, you're there, like, you're like, Oh, I can create. And once again, we're not talking about, we're not talking about faking it hmm. either. Like, let me just fake something or make make something random up. Yeah, We're talking about, you want to create a way of being that actually you're inspired by. Yeah, Inspired enough by to step into, to have the integrity to follow through on what you create. Yeah. So when you say you're being joyfully persistent, mm-hmm. right, there's actions that go along with that. Yeah. Like when you're being joyfully persistent in the moment, you, you, there is the follow through on being joyfully persistent yeah. in life. Yeah. Right. So it's not, that's not faking it. That's not just sending, uh, you know, faking it till you make it. That is actually like creating it, saying, this is who I'm going to be. And then being that way. Yeah. And then they're showing up that way. Yeah. 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 Okay. But that's that lives from what's a way of being that actually inspires you. And that may take something. Mm. It may take something to, to, to figure out if I could be any way in this situation, how would I want to be? That's the question. 
to ask. What's if I could be anyway? So I was um interviewing through the role that I have now, um, several years ago. And um, I remember before I walked into my interview, a whole panel of about, I can't remember how many people were in the room, 10 people, I think, okay. in the room at the time. I sat down, I said, okay, great. So who am I going to be in this? Who am I committed to being in this interview? If there could be any way, how would I be? And I knew that there were a bunch of people in there. I, I said authentic, hmm. free, and and powerful. I can't remember the exact words of what I created, but it was that experience. Yeah. And I remember, you know, being in the interview and just really questions coming out. I did the usual preparation, questions coming at me. And I actually paused and looked, listened to the question and looked for the answer, like what was there for me so that I could really answer authentically, not just give words from a sheet that I had. Yeah. And to be real, when I, you know, questions that I didn't know, one of the things that I owned, I said, a data is not a strength of mine. Mm. If I were in this role, I would really need somebody who's really great with like the data because that's the, that is not my thing. And I was free to say that. Mm. And it was, you know, I remember walking out and the interview and saying to myself, wow, if I don't get that job, it doesn't even matter because there was such a freedom that I have from being me. Yeah. From being true to what it is that I created from, from, you know, they, they got who I am. I wasn't some representative walking in trying to persuade them that I know how to do what I don't know how to do. Yeah. Trying to get one over on them somewhere and then when I get there having to like keep covering it up yeah that's exactly what I was thinking when you were sharing that it was like you know especially because earlier you're talking about like being having a particular way of being is not fake it till you make it but had you not intentionally chosen who you wanted to be in that interview you would have been the fake it till you make it right because totally. you're trying to put on this fake representation and then, yeah, now you're if you got the job, it's because you lied to them. You deceived them somehow. You know, you overpromised something that was not you in the first place. And so, but that's just how we're naturally going to show up. We'll be fake, right? It's mm -hmm. almost just that it's such a twist. It seems so unnatural to us, I think, right? When we just go in through life unintentionally, we are actually being fake then, right? Like, yes. And so instead of, we're so afraid to just see who we actually are. And then we're so afraid to just believe we could be different. Yeah. Oh, how beautiful is that, Kylie? Wow, we're so afraid to believe we could be different. Yeah. We're so afraid to own that we actually do have that much power. Yeah. That we're not the victims to life. And even though we don't want to use that word because that sounds weak, yeah. <laughs> but we're not at the effect. Life isn't all those terrible people doing X, Y, and Z, and we don't have anything to say about it. We have everything to say about who we are going to be in the face of it. Everything to say. Everything, yeah. About who we're going to be in the face of any circumstance. And this is about that. So it's so great that you brought that up, right? Because that ability to create in a moment, and sometimes we see families who go through hard things, like you're like, what? And you're forgiving? 
that's a creation. (laughs) That is a choice. Yes. And that's, and you, and you hear it and that's power. Yeah. And that's, that's available for all of us. It really, 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 really is. Yeah. And I love that it's not in our circumstances because even like the, your way of being like with your interview example, yeah, it's no longer outcome dependent either. It, right, right. I walked, I'm so great. I walked out of there and I didn't know if I had a job or not, but it didn't matter because I was a free human being walking around and I would get the next one. I, it, there was just, there was a world of possibility, hope, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. It, I was in a space of like something's going to show up because it's just that great. Yeah. Yeah. So if not this, that. And so what it makes available is more possibility, (laughs) more hope, more joy, more. It it just does. It just works that way. Life just works that way. Yeah. And I love that then in that space, because I think, you know, when you were sharing about the Grand Canyon story, I immediately felt like, oh, I think in the past, I always felt like it just needed to be these like humongous changes then right Mm. so it the idea of creating my future just felt so overwhelming because it felt like I had to be a completely different person and my circumstances had to be completely different like such a large leap yeah and I think the first step in that intentionalness is really just dealing with my own internal thoughts right I don't have to deal with the whole world I don't have to move my house yet, right? Like almost like not the first time to realize like, oh, I'm not enjoying my office. My office is bringing me stress. What am I going to do about it? And then you can just take those baby steps, right? It starts with the thoughts and then creating a possibility. Like what are all the things we could consider doing? Mm. What Great. is possible? I just did an episode about change and it was kind of like, that's what it was, right? Like how do we just, the opportunity cost in front of us, what is it? of if nothing changes in our circumstances or if our circumstances are changing because sometimes the external things do change against our will or without knowing that they're coming but we still get to have a say about what we're going how we're going to experience it how do we what is the meaning we want to give it because like with a sibling example too right we can look at the same scenario and be like this was the worst childhood or the best childhood and they had the same opportunity And it is just the lens. What's the lens we want to look at? And I feel like for me, I think it was just so easy. My natural automatic lens, right? It's almost like an awareness of realizing what's my automatic natural lens, how I view life. And if I don't intentionally choose a different lens, like that's just as how I'm going to interpret the world around me. It doesn't matter what the actual world is that's coming at me, but it's how am I relating with the world? How do I want to take it on? And then once you realize that you're like, why would we choose to go around with drudgery and fear and condemnation then? Right? <laughs> like... That's beautiful. That's beautiful, Kylie. But it's it, it, everything that you say, echo, echo, echo. It yeah. starts with that awareness of like where we are, right? And the courage sometimes to tell the truth to ourselves like my view of life is kind of like negative is debbie downer yeah is what whatever that truth is 
to yourself so that you can like notice it not so that you can make yourself wrong and be all guilty and say what a terrible person i am that's not the yeah. point so <laughs> that's, that, that goes nowhere totally but so that you can own that hey that doesn't serve me yeah that that is not serving me yeah i don't i want to do something that actually serves me that actually empowers me that actually inspires me and that doesn't yeah. so I want to like let go of that yeah. totally <laughs> let go of that and create yeah what would inspire me in this moment yeah you don't have to like buy a new house like <laughs> you can change it up you can do all kinds of things yeah right you can you decide you're going to go into the office instead there's there's but there's a whole world available yeah. from from whatever it is that um that you end up creating and and we really do have that yeah and i think it's inspiring when we when we can share each other's stories when we hear i think that's what's so important too about community mm -hmm. and having coaching you know like someone that can help you look beyond yourself because we get so limited you know, and how do we have conversations with each other to help inspire each other, not to be competitive, right? Because I'm thinking, it just made me think right now, because I'm literally sitting in my bedroom recording right now, okay? I don't even have an office. And the thought that just went through my mind was like, okay, someday I'm going to be so excited. I never even thought, I, I never even wanted an office before in my life. I never had a reason to have an office, okay? But now I've taken on a role where I'm, I'm going to need an office someday, I'm not there right now, but I'm going to joyfully keep doing what I'm doing right now in my bedroom until someday I'm in the position like I have the desire to have an office someday, yeah. right? Because just as easily I could start competing and comparing and, oh, what was me or I'm not good enough or I should, I should already be someplace and making my, ourselves wrong. Like what you're saying, like, how can we start then condemning our position and what we are doing the circumstances we just want to put our eyes on the circumstances and instead a more productive path for me is to just make the most of this opportunity like i'm so grateful i have a really pretty bedroom that my sister helped me decorate like i didn't do this like awesome this is at least like this is next level this is the nicest bedroom i've ever had in my married life, right? And so now I'm in this position, like I have a really pretty bedroom that I can record in and sit and do this with you. Who knows what's next? Let's see what happens. Oh my goodness. You know, I see the more you speak, Kylie, the more aware I am and more present I am to how much we focus obsessively mm. on circumstances having more money, having more of this. And, and we know, we know from looking at everybody who has it all, yeah. we know that's not the answer, Yeah. but we don't let go of it because of whatever society tells us, yeah. you know, we should have. And, and part of the key, once again, to this is being willing to like, tell the truth to ourselves and being able to realize that, you know what, we need to like actually give, give that up. You yeah. got to give something up in order to create what it is that, that, that world of possibility. Yeah. That world of like hope or inspiration that you want. 
Um, but it's giving up the stuff that isn't serving you. Yes. (laughs) Those notions of, okay, if only I get rich, if I'm only I'm rich enough, or I have the big enough house, or I have the, the good looking man or woman, you know, wherever you, you know, wherever you are, all of those things that society has been telling us that we should have. Oh, you're a certain age. You're what? You, you, what? You should be there by this. You should have X amount of money in the bank and this into retirement account and be looking this way and have this man and the 2.5 kids, your kids should be X, all of that. Yeah. Says who? Yeah. It's great. We say. So Carol, how can somebody know or what advice would you give them to because my experience of it is like it just clicked like there's just something internal it just felt good in the moment you know like Mm -hmm. when I chose joyful perseverance it just made sense so Mm -hmm. how I know you've shared a little bit of like how you can get there and being intentional and stepping into creating something new yeah how would you help somebody to get there? I guess, like, to where do you even begin? Is right. there a place to start? Yeah. So um, the first step is in realizing and acknowledging that you can get there. This is yours to create. Okay. Yeah. So, like, really, I would say that's step one. And hopefully everything that we have talked about today has started to open that up for anybody in realizing that, hey, there's a view that we have that we can create that so that's step one step two i would look at um if there's an area of life where you feel like whoa you're just not in, in inspired empowered and look to see if there's an area of life that is it just isn't working as well as you would like it to work right you could even spend some time noting for yourself what is it that's not working about that what are the things just so that it's not in your head because there's a finite set of things. Yeah. What are the things that aren't working? Okay. And how are you being about those things that aren't working? Mm. When they're not working, are you upset? Are you annoyed? Are you angry? Are you afraid? Yeah. Are you feeling hopeless? Right. Being able to tell the truth to yourself about how and who you're being in those moments when that's not working yes. for you. Like wh- whether it's you're around a job or um, whether it's related to, you know, your office. Yeah. <laughs> right. How I was being about my office space wasn't working for me is like, uh, Eeyore. Yeah. Oh, I just have to, this is just how it, how it is. Yeah. I was totally at the effect of it. Uh, this is annoying. This is frustrating, but I need to just suffer through it until one day I woke up. I realized, whoa, <laughs> that's how, who I've been being about it. Yeah. If I could be any way in this situation, which is the third thing. Okay. So first you, you realize that you have the ability to change it. Second, you look at what's the, uh, maybe take an area of life that you want to see something new in. Yeah. Third, you, you jot down, well, who am, you know, what's going on in that area that's not working for me and who am I being in those moments yeah. is the third. And then fourth, you start to ask yourself the question, 
if I could be any way mm. in this area of life that would empower me, who would, who, you know, who would I be? And, and for me, the answer to that was, you know, I could be being powerful, being sourceful, being the, the source of, of my life in this area, I'll yeah. say, be, being somebody who can do something about it, mm, yeah. right? Be yeah. powerful. And I realized in that moment that I didn't have to suffer through it. Yeah. I had something to say and I could do something about that space. And, you know, I chose, I chose what I chose as a solution. There could have been many other solutions. Yeah. But, um, but I made such a difference, not just suffering through it, but I didn't even realize I was suffering through it. Yes. Until I did. Yeah, we almost have to just get sick and tired till we realize because we just yeah oh, we get used to we get yeah. used to suffering or struggle or whatever we get used to things that don't work yeah and we don't even realize that we're suffering and struggling with it yeah right so that's why that's a good set you know you're number one being really open to like hey you don't have to yeah right you can be any any number of ways you can create second being willing to like look at well what's that area like where I am experiencing that this is not great for me yeah, yeah. right and then third jotting down what is it that's not working so that it's not just in your head because it is a finite set of things it's not like we like to say oh nothing is working that's not true yeah. yes always <laughs> and never <laughs> okay so so get it finite so that the specific area is a good place to start. Get it finite and who you're being in those moments when it's not working. Because yeah. I was being helpless and hopeless and long-suffering. Yeah. And then, okay, and then you ask yourself that question. If I could be any way in this area of life, any way that would inspire me, yeah. you know, who would I be? Right? Or who, or you could ask yourself the flip question, who don't I get to be in those moments? That I would love to be. I know who I don't get to be is somebody who is in that moment was powerful, was um, somebody who was the boss of my life. So, and that inspired me. So that's, that's kind of an example of one way you could yeah. get to that place of really creating. Yeah. And I think that's actually a better question. Who don't I get to be in this area? Yeah. Yeah that um i would love to be in those moments yeah but, but because once again kylie this is about not necessarily about this is not about changing circumstances but it's about shifting who you get to be in the face of the circumstance yeah. and you will find that when you shift that it will reach back yeah. and shift everything yes yeah. when you shift who you're being it will reach back and give you such a view on life and such power yeah. to shift whatever is going on and it'll make a difference yeah because you'll be operating from as a different human being yeah and we get to operate in flexibility right mm -hmm. i think that's what's so important about creation especially what comes next like it hasn't actually happened yet right it's so much of life we we project to like, this is how it's always been, you know, all of that rigidity of how we viewed and we just, we've decided we're stuck, our circumstances are stuck, we are limited. And so I love that being the first step to just, can we just believe yeah. that it can be different yeah. and then we can be open to 
it being different in any possible way. You know, like yeah. it doesn't have to be because I think, yeah, with your office situation, right? Like you could have chosen lots of circumstances. You got to consider the opportunity cost of all of it. Like, okay, well then here's, here's my biggest dream, right? Like here's what I just can't even imagine doing. This would be crazy and radical. Is that possible? What would it take? You're right. Then we can baby step it backwards of like, what would it look like if I just was this? And it doesn't matter the circumstances. Like it doesn't matter. You know, I think of the, you know, when I first started having this conversation, I just remember the feeling and the change, right? Especially when you're going to go into like a coaching call where you want to be teachable. Like I want to be flexible and teachable and be willing to believe that I can be different and do anything. Yeah. And being able to be in that place where you're intentionally choosing how you're going to show up, like it just, I didn't know what was going to come in the conversation. And I didn't have to focus on fearing all the ways I was going to fail. I didn't have to even focus on how all the ways I felt like I failed the week prior, right? Like yeah. everything just kind of disappeared of what already was up to this point. And I didn't have to worry about what was coming next. Right now, this is who I am committed to being under all circumstances. Whatever mm -hmm. comes my way, this is how I want to approach it. You know, and it leaves us open to, I think, too, to not fearing the other people in our lives and the other circumstances that are truly out of our control. Mm. You know, like it just allows us to just show up and take that information in and actually deal with it real time, right? Instead of coming in defensive and protective and, you know, all of this shutdown stuckness, you know, like it just made such a difference to be able to, to just, I wanted to be teachable. I wanted to be somebody who could do hard things. And that was just the mindset that I took in. And then it was no longer about the circumstances. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do, what's possible when you're, when you're truly free. And that's what I hear in your speaking, Kylie. Um, when you're, when you're free, wow. I mean, and many of us, we are physically free in that we're not in prison um, yeah. or in some way, you know, but we are not free in our spirits or our minds. And um, we don't know how to get free, but I hear, you know, you go from strength to strength, from freedom to freedom, to creating to creating. Yeah. Um, because there is real freedom there. Yeah. And, um, and that comes from, in part, and not put words in your mouth, I'm, I'll share from my own space, that comes from the courage to look and own when when you've not been and to yeah. be willing to tell the truth about what's not working everything else that we talked about right yeah and to be willing to be honest and open and say hey you know what that didn't work or i i've just how i've been been being isn't and yeah. so it comes with the courage to do all that yeah um it, I see it show up in, in, you know, my own work environment. I was just sharing with somebody the other day how I read yesterday, as a matter of fact, how I see that. Wow. A lot of people in my field, they come to this because they feel it's a calling, right? When you work in the nonprofit sector and I haven't been 
I haven't been tending to like, I will call the workplace spirituality in that sense of my staff, that need that they have in this environment for those connections and for, for a different kind of space that, that, that is, is different to a corporate space. You know, when you go to those corporations and it's the rules and the this and the that and the, you know, people in our field, it's a different kind of re- space inside of organization there is to create because that's why people are there. They're not there for the big figure salaries and the cut your net corporate kind of environment. Yeah. Right. So that also needs to be tended to. And I haven't been doing that. And I was like, wow, after revelation, I haven't been doing that. And that doesn't work for my people. Yeah. They're telling me it doesn't work. Yeah. But do I have the courage to. And the openness, the teachability to be open to that. Yeah. Right. I haven't been up until yesterday. And then I was like, ah, you know, but now I am. I see because I see it in in newly in a different way and context. And it's great. So now I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. And then the courage to not just spend all your time shaming yourself and making yourself wrong. Like, I can't believe I haven't been. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and especially I think when you've, when you've experienced it and you're like, okay, yeah, I know how to do this, but we all then just naturally, we slowly totally. go into autopilot and then we have to be re-reminded and then we get to try again. Right. Totally. I spend no time shaming myself no. and beating upon myself. I don't. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things through, you know, this work that, that we've done um, together that I really got for myself. What a waste of my energy and time. That's part of being human. I'm human. Yeah. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to be yeah. imperfect. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to, you know, regress. I mean, that's part of it. And I embrace that. Yeah. So I can like say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. They tell my staff that all the time, like, you need to check me. I will I will say it in this way, you need to check me. I come up with all these glorious ideas, but some of them are ridiculous. Okay? Yeah. Do not go ahead and do these things if you think you need to push back. I need people who are gonna push back. Yeah. I can have yes people you need to push back because my ideas it may sound great in my head. Yeah. But let's talk about it. Totally. Yeah. And that's the benefit too, you know, when we be, so if we just know all of those things are true, right? Like it's going to happen. We're going to forget. Like, I think that's what's always so surprising and refreshing sometimes when we're like, we can never hear good news enough. There's Mm -hmm. no limit in the need to keep being reminded of what is true and excellent and lovely and necessary to be reminded of. So it makes me think, so what a really neat story. So the coach that I had during this project that I was doing, it was like three years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. We didn't, it was on, it was a Zoom course because everything was shut down. I'm pretty sure it was, eh, it might've been pre-COVID time, but it was on Zoom anyway. So I hadn't met this person in real life. We only had, you know, Zoom conversations and she didn't even live in Texas. Okay. So I started meeting my sister who moved a, um, about an hour away. We started meeting halfway at a Panera to do work together. And would you believe this? My coach just happened to be in that Panera. And I looked You're over kidding. and I did a double take and I was like, oh, I was 
like, what are you doing here? And so we just looked at each other and I couldn't honestly, so ridiculous. I couldn't, I didn't even remember her name in the moment, right? Like, but we were so endeared to one another mm -hmm. and I was so excited to see her. And so I was telling her this new crazy project that I'm doing. We had just decided to start a podcast together and I'm going to start this business. And um, it was just so exciting. And only in that moment did I even remember that intention that I had chosen. Yeah. And I needed it so much in that moment to be reminded. Like I knew I was doing something hard and big, but it didn't feel hard and big, yeah. right? Like so much had kind of changed in my mindset and my excitement of believing in the possibility of this project that mm -hmm. I'm taking on. But I'm like, it just inspired me so much to be like, oh my gosh. Like I remember now what my intentions were every coaching session with you of yeah. having joyful perseverance. And I'm like, this is me. I am still to this day, joyful perseverance. And so it's, it's that much louder in my world now that I'm like, okay, I still can. Like, I know I'm persevering right now. Let me do it joyfully. I can do it. And so just the need to be reminded again, to be re-inspired, like that, that need never goes away. It never goes away. Ever. Yeah. It's, it's so funny that you're saying this. I was saying the same to somebody in a call last night. They said, I kind of forgot that I said that I was going to transform our organization to be a different kind of organization. Hmm. <laughs> I guess this is part that I forgot about that. Yes. Right? This this workplace spirituality is kind of like, okay, this is part of it. So it never goes away. You're right. And we're human and we're going to forget and we're going to mess up. And, you know, if we can just, accept that rather than expect there's a, a place of perfection to yeah. get to because yeah. it's never happening never yeah um life would be so much more free and different yeah yeah be i do believe to mess it up. gets i do believe it gets easier though i don't know yeah. if you feel right like it's almost like the more oh totally you don't even notice that is hard Right. It may be time for a whole other other level because your level, what is hard is, is yeah. you know, you have a lot more room to yeah. like take on big things. It's a whole other level that you get yeah. to. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it totally like like my ease to be authentically myself, to walk around and not get my nails done, <laughs> you know, or here I am sitting, not even wearing makeup really except i did color my eyebrows in the eyebrows are the only thing i gotta have the eyebrows because it's too naked without the eyebrows yes. but the freedom to show up around other you know chief executives and, and eds i was in a meeting the other day and here i am in my, as myself and somebody commented in on that that yeah. you know you just are so you yeah secure yeah 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 it's 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 that's real living yeah yeah and being honest how do we just be honest with ourselves I think the courage I love that your reminder that we've got to just be courageous enough to just mm -hmm. see what's really true for ourselves yeah the good yeah. the bad the ugly and then it doesn't have to mean yeah. good or bad you know like right. it just is and then we get to choose so yeah. what what now yeah so good kind of because i think one of the other things is to be able to in some way be in some 
whether it's a buddy or a partner or a community where you can actually even share. Because clearly, when you start to tell the truth to yourself and to other people, you realize that they they have the same thing. Totally. So it becomes even easier to start to tell the truth to yourself. Yeah. If you're in if you're in a dialogue or community or something. Yeah. Right? Because it's just the voices in our head that tells us we're so bad and you can't tell people that you can't say X, Y, you can nine tenths of the people are thinking the same. Yeah. Same thing that you do, but you don't realize because you think it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. We want to feel isolated. We're the only ones. They don't understand. But I think it's important too, then, if this is the kind of mindset you want to take on, you know, I'm so lucky that my husband has also taken on the same mindset. Right. right? Because, and so I'm not saying change your people around you and get rid of the people that don't want to be this way. But go find people that do want to be this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have calls with my friends who have done every week. Yeah. Because it it matters. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're not going to be like anything. We're not designed as human beings to live in isolation and alone. I'm sorry. There may be people that think that's the case, but that's not, that's not how human beings thrive. No. It avoids some conflict for a little while, but yes. there's a whole lot of denial of internal conflict. But it's almost in that you're the question you propose, right? What are you missing out on? By doing that, you might be protecting yourself from something, but what are you missing out on? What are you not yeah. getting to participate in? Yeah. What are you losing? Right. By choosing well, yeah. that way. Yeah. No, you look, I Myers-Briggs would tell you I am an ISTJ. I'm an introvert, Mm. right? And I do get, I do love time by myself and reading a book and that late night. I do. I'm not, I've never been a party animal girl. Lots of people are not really into that. Don't like big, big things. Um, I, I do them a lot because the nature of what my job is and what I'm committed to providing in the world requires that I'm kind of out there. Right. Yeah. I don't get a, um, a, a ton of um, energy per se with regard to that. But, but the truth of the matter is we live in the world. Yeah. I live in the world. So to be in the world and to, I've got to like, you know, have to have that, have that, that ability i'm not i don't ever live in isolation unless i really am on some island really by myself like in cast away the movie yeah yeah you so know nice. so even even though i value that alone time i still need to interact and and live as a, a citizen and a human being yeah impacted by everything that else is going on so we need the community yeah we need each yeah other. we do yeah, we do. Even that, even when we don't like each other, sometimes or we think it's a bother. Yeah, makes it harder. Something. We get something from it because if I wasn't in community, I wouldn't have gotten that. I'm not that different from you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, Carol, thank you so much for your time. I think this has been, uh, it's been a re-inspiring conversation for me just to remember. <laughs> my own intention, right? Of my own possibility of being someone who can joyfully persevere. Mm -hmm. And for those of you listening, 
please, I would love to hear what has opened up for you. Come get coaching, come talk it through, ask me questions, go to the website, send me a note of what is even possible for you. What do you believe could even be different? What do you want to be different about your life and how you experience it? And can you be courageous enough to just try? Thank you, Carol, for sharing your heart, for re-inspiring. Such a great time. Great being with you. Thank you for asking me. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you would like more information about opportunities for coaching or more help outside of the podcast, you can follow us at beyondthewalls.podcast on Instagram or check out our website, beyondthewallspodcast.com. Until next time, bye.